Hey everybody, it's Amanda. Welcome or welcome back to the Park Ridge Presby podcast, the message podcast of Park Ridge Presbyterian Church in Park Ridge, Illinois. We would love for you to experience a Sunday morning with us, or you can always connect with us on social media. We are Park Ridge Presby on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. We hope this message inspires your faith to make a difference for you every day. While there might be nothing more powerful than giving someone a second chance in the context of a relationship. Giving people second chances is really important in life because no one's perfect and we don't get everything right. But we all know how powerful it is when we've been given a second chance by somebody, even when we don't deserve it. Now, there's a lot of times in life where we need to give people second chances so that they can move forward and so we can move forward. And for many people, there are opportunities in life to offer second chances to people, and we can do so in some situations that are safe and aren't going to put us at risk. Now, there's other situations where we don't need to give people second chances if they're going to harm us or hurt us in some other way if we were to put ourselves back in their lives. But despite those situations, there are many times where we should offer people second chances. I mean, think about when you've been offered a second chance by someone and how powerful that's been for you and how impactful that's been for your life. Now, there's a lot of situations in life where we're learning and we're going to make mistakes. So we have teachers and coaches and mentors that are helping us out and they're going to give us second chances and third chances because we're learning and we're growing. But then there's opportunities when we are more of equals with people and we really make a mistake and we need a second chance from them. And we wonder if we're going to get that second chance from them. And when we get one from someone, when we don't deserve it, man, that is a gift of grace. But there's also times where we feel like we're not going to get one and we wonder if they're going to forgive us and give us that second chance. Now the good news is many people give second chances, but not everybody does. But if you're a follower of Jesus, we need to be people who are giving second chances to the people in our lives. And the reason that we need to extend second chances to other people is because God gave us second chances. God gave us second chances, third chances, and more, and we need to do the same for others. And we can see how important this is to God because we can see that Jesus did this for one of his closest followers. And if Jesus can do it for this person in the situation that was really rough and really an opportunity where Jesus might have had the right to say no, well, we need to see how clearly this is a part of who God wants us to be. Now, this person that Jesus gave a second chance to, and it was really important for all of us that he did this, is this guy, Peter. Now, Peter was one of the followers of Jesus, and Peter was one of the leaders of the disciples. He was one of the most thought-of disciples and one of the people that Jesus trusted the most. But you know what's interesting about Peter? Actually, Peter made a lot of mistakes. And Peter had every opportunity to learn from his mistakes, and he didn't always do it. But there was this one time where Peter made a horrendous series of mistakes, and he should have known better. And if he had done better, then maybe things would have gone differently, but he didn't. And this was the time when he denied Jesus three times when Jesus was about to be crucified. Now, to put yourself in the context of that story, Peter and all the disciples had just watched Jesus be arrested and put on trial. And they had been put on trial, and it had been a little bit of a sham, but that's another story for another time. But anyways, they were finding themselves in a situation that was precarious. And going into it, Jesus actually predicted that Peter would deny him three times. 
And Peter assured Jesus that he would never do anything like that. But even with that warning, and even with that sort of setup, Peter was confronted with his relationship with Jesus, and he denied it three times, which is the ultimate sign of disrespect for anyone, but especially in the circumstances. Now, we'll give Peter a little credit because I'm sure he was scared and I'm sure he was afraid and I'm sure he was trying to protect himself as well, but he still did it. In particular, the opportunity comes forward that Peter had followed Jesus forward in the evening and had landed himself in the court of the high priest, which is like the inner courtyard of the house of the high priest. We're not sure why Peter was there exactly, but he was following Jesus. and How he got in there, we're not sure either. But according to the story in Luke, he was in there. So Peter is getting near a fire and some people notice him and he asks him and they ask him if they know Jesus. The woman goes up to him, a woman goes up to him and says, do you know him? And he says to the woman, woman, I do not know him. Then another person there, that's God goes up to him and he says, well, surely you must know the man. And the person says to Peter, you know him? And Peter said, no, I don't know the man. And then a third time, Somebody comes up to him and says, Well, you are from Galilee. Certainly you must know this Jesus guy. And he says, I do not know the man. And according to the story in the Gospel of Luke, at that time, a rooster crowed just as Jesus predicted. Now, Peter was then devastated in that moment. Jesus, is, it's unclear whether Jesus knows exactly what's happening in that moment. But what's very true about this situation is that Peter denies Jesus. Peter denies Jesus knowing him. Peter denies Jesus as his rabbi, his teacher. And Peter denies him perhaps in an opportunity when Jesus could have used his support the most. Now, if this is a normal reaction, a normal relationship between two people, and you are in the situation that Jesus is in, what are you going to do? Well, most people are going to return the favor and they're going to deny the person who denied them. They're not going to offer a second chance because that's how people are. If you haven't noticed, people can be really petty. People can be really vindictive. And sometimes when given the opportunity, they'll deny someone just as fast as they can. But as we know, that's not how Jesus reacted to Peter. That's not how Jesus reacts to anybody. And if we want to treat people like God wants us to treat them, we need to react to people like Jesus reacts to people. So instead of doing the thing that Jesus had the right and the might to do, which was to deny Peter and to kick him out, Jesus took his right and his might and he brought Peter back in. He didn't leave Peter out in the cold. He made sure that Peter knew that he was going to be forgiven and restored. Now the story of the denial of Peter comes from the Gospel of Luke. But there's another story in the Gospel of John that they think might have a story to tell us about how Jesus brought Peter back into the fold. Now after all this had gone down and after Jesus had been raised from the dead, there's the story where Jesus goes to Peter and he asks him to feed his sheep. And Peter says, of course, Lord, I will feed him. Then he asks him a second time, Peter, will you tend my sheep? And Peter says, of course, I will tend your sheep. I will lead your people. And then Jesus asks him one more time, Peter, will you feed my sheep? And like many preachers have said before, at that moment, it probably dawned on Peter that Jesus was asking him for a third time, would you feed his sheep? Would you be a leader to the people? 
three times to say yes to him in comparison to the three times Peter has said no to him. And he was brought back in in that very moment. Now, this is very good news for you and for me and for many, many people because Peter would go on to be a very important person in those early days of the church. I can think of two examples in particular. Peter would go on to be a preacher for Jesus, as it was, and there was one instance where Peter, Peter gave a message and 3,000 people came to believe in Jesus as the Messiah in one day. Imagine if Peter had not been welcomed back in. That might not have happened. Could God have used somebody else? Of course. But God used Peter, the guy who denied him, brought him back in, and 3,000 people came to be able to know that they were loved by Jesus. And there's also another group of people who should be very grateful that Jesus gave second chances to Peter and to many people. And that group of people is anybody who isn't Jewish. Because guess what? Peter is the one who would help carve out the way and the way forward so that people who weren't Jewish could come to be a part of the faith. Prior to that time, the thought was that it was only Jewish people that were going to be loved by Jesus and only Jewish people who thought he was the Messiah would be part of the chosen people going forward. But Peter understood how important it was to be given second chances and he then brought more people in. He was inspired by God to do so, but I'm pretty sure that his personal experience of getting a second chance from Jesus helped him see how important that was. So what this leads us to is if we want to be people who are helping other people experience the gift of God's love, then we want to be people who give second chances too. Now, if we're going to follow the example of Jesus in particular, we need to remember that Jesus was the only one who had the right and the might to deny somebody. He could have done it and would have been justified in doing it. But everyone else, none of us have the right or even the might to deny someone or to not give them a second chance. And when we have the ability to do so, we need to extend the second chances to everybody in our lives who we can do so. And when we do this, we help people experience the gift of God's love in their life. And not only do they experience that, but they also get a glimpse of what it means for death to be arrested, for death to be less and less of an impact in our life. Now, when Jesus did what God did through Jesus on the cross, of course, there was that massive way in which death was no more when he defeated the power of death through the resurrection. But also, when that happened, we caught a glimpse of what it could look like for death to be no more in our day to day. And one of those ways is that we give people second chances. So if we want to take more out of life, if we want to give more to other people, we want to give them second chances. Now remember, we are called to do this. If you're a follower of Jesus, you are called to give second chances. You're called to do that because you were given second chances. I was given second chances. And we want to make sure everybody experienced that gift from God. And one of the ways we can do it is by being people who offer those to others. So let's be like Jesus. And when somebody denies us, let's let them back in when we can. And when we do so, they'll experience the restoration that God wants for them. You can give that gift to someone else. So let's give it to them. Hey, thanks again for listening today. 
If you'd like to hear more from us, you can subscribe to this podcast or find us on Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. We are at Park Ridge Presby on all platforms.